Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Country Chats podcast. Series two is rocking and raring and it's going really well so far. And I'm delighted to have a female guest here on the show today from County Tipperary. It's Ashling Rafferty. Ashling, how are you? I'm very good. Thanks, Sandra. How are you? Great. Thank you. It's great to have the chats today. And uh, I don't know what the weather is like down at you, but here in Mayo, it's a fab day. Ah, well, we're just looking out the window here. We're not as lucky now in Tipperary today. It's a bit cloudy and overcast, but you could get over that. Uh, but the evening's it. getting brighter and everything. Absolutely. So. It's lovely to be able to, to have the chats um, with yourself today. And I've been looking forward to it. So it's lovely because I haven't met you yet, but I've been following you on social media. And um, yeah, I know one thing we definitely have in common and I've been dying to talk about. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to in a few minutes, but you're from Tipperary and you're only 19. Is that right? I am, yeah. I'm from a lovely little place here in North Tipperary called Noxigona, and it's a very small place. We all we have really, we have a GA club, uh, a pub, and a big hill. <laughs> that's kind of our tourist attraction here. So we've Noxigona Hills. So that's really Noxy, a lovely little place and a very tight knit community. And I'm 19 years old, as you said. Fair play. So that's great. Yes, I had looked up the village you're from, but I didn't want to go butchering uh, the population. <laughs> so I let I just temporary was uh, was all I was going to say. But uh, no, it sounds lovely. So you um, look, there's lots to talk about, but I suppose the leave insert did didn't happen for you last year. So you were in leave, you were in leave insert and you were due to do the leave insert. And now you're in college. Um, and yes. tell us a bit about where you are. So, like, you know yourself, the Irish Boys Academy, you have great memories there anyway, Sandra. <laughs> and I'm studying voice there. So I started back in September and I absolutely love it. It's the best course I could have ever chosen. You know, it suits me down to the ground and it's just I'm doing something I love every day as well. So to be honest, it's not like college at all or it's not like working every day when I'm doing assignments and stuff. I just love doing it so much. So I absolutely am thrilled with the course and how it's going for me. I'm jealous of you because if I could go back so I done the um I was in the Irish World Academy so for those of you that don't know where it is it's down it's part of the University of Limerick but anyone who's doing music or dance gets their own building and it's literally a hub now you're doing all online is that right you haven't actually um well no I was actually every three weeks there before Christmas every three weeks I was up for a week to do a lot of practical stuff so I was singing and playing piano and songwriting and everything up there but now since after Christmas I'm gone back more online so hopefully when the cases start to go down and the lockdowns are lifted as well I'll be able to go back up Please God, fingers yeah. crossed. And the thing is, you're still only in first year, so you still have three years left. So at least, because I just, the, my memories of being, so yes, I've done um, Irish music and dance and I was uh, an Irish dancer, but I also done the music as well because I was pretty much half and half. And it was the best four years of my life. If I could go back again, I just, it's amazing. And I'm so excited for you because you still haven't experienced the full, like being in college, like normal, like Monday to Friday. You're, you know, there's a lot of online stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm so jealous of you it's 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 amazing yeah. I love it I'm it's it's just the best place ever it's so and it's brilliant like I can't I, you obviously know the feeling but it's just so good to be surrounded by people every day that just love the same thing as you like they all love Irish dancing Irish music world music singing like it's just you feel so motivated coming out of there because it's just everyone loves doing the same thing and it's just you know when you're in secondary school like there's only well I know from experience like in secondary school there was only you know maybe four or five people my whole year who were into music and singing and trad and stuff so when I just went up to the Irish World Academy it was like whoa <laughs> I'm just surrounded by it I absolutely love it. I remember when I you know when you're younger well when I was younger anyway there used to be all the glee had come out and all these shows and I used to dream of going to this 
boarding school for dance and voice, but obviously that wasn't really something that was in Ireland at the time. And then but that's essentially what it is. It is like being in one of them TV shows. It's not like work. It's not like college. It's literally a bit of it's it's just dancing and music all day long and singing. It's just it's a dream. And um, so that's exactly the- it. Actually, I just. I don't know at the start. Oh yeah, um, no, it's just at the start you wouldn't really know what to expect when you're going into a course like that. But like, it's honestly I couldn't recommend it enough. And for anyone who's listening that would be interested in music, song, or dance, or has any sort of like inkling at all to do something like that, I could not recommend it enough. No, it's absolutely brilliant. So I suppose I don't need to ask you what's the future career and what way do you want to go? Because I think we've already we already know <laughs> what route you're going, and you had already brought out your album. <laughs> Before the leave insert and before COVID, you were very lucky to get your launch in back in January last year, wasn't it? Yeah, so I released a six track album for um, the Irish Hospice Foundation back in January. And as you said yourself, I was so lucky to get it out there. But unfortunately, for the lockdowns and stuff, it was very difficult to get, you know, to sell the CD or the album and to get it out to people. It was very difficult, but it was I was delighted to be able to do it anyway before lockdown came. So I was thrilled, yeah. Yeah, and, and that album is on, well, I'm guessing that's the album that's on Spotify because last night, yeah. I was having a listen last night. As I just say, you know, you hear you hear songs on the radio and you hear artists like yourself and, you know, you're listening. But it wasn't until I sat down properly last night when I was getting ready for today's interview and listened to you properly. Like, your voice is so strong for someone so young. I mean, <laughs> oh, like, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm assuming you always sang um, since we were young. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I actually grew up with instruments everywhere in the house and my sister's singing, so I couldn't really miss it. Like, you know, my aunties and uncles all love music as well, and my parents and my grandparents love music, and the radio was on every morning, you know, we tip FM on and tip Midwest radio, so I, there'd be something wrong if I didn't, you know, go into music or if I wasn't interested. <laughs> you had no choice. I had no choice, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, that's brilliant, no, to have kicked it all off so young so I'm guessing down the line Glore Cheer might be something you'd be interested in so yeah well I watch Glore Cheer every year and I think it's like it's brilliant exposure for all the young artists and old artists and everyone really it's brilliant so yeah it would definitely be something I'm interested in well I'd say so look you've brought out the album and you were involved with the Cowboys and Heroes um competition as well weren't you that was what year was that um it was two years ago now um I <laughs> there's actually a funny story behind it so I came home from school and obviously I was obsessed with country music like and nobody in school had any interest whatsoever in country music or jiving I was the only one like and I came home I saw it on Facebook actually that um a search for a country star competition so I said I'll give this a wrap now you know you never know you have nothing to lose like that now Jimmy Buckley <laughs> so I'm like oh, I had this school uniform and anyway and I just stood up there in front of her I said daddy will you record me singing this now for a few minutes and he was looking at me like what in the name of God is this one doing like <laughs> but um, I sang your wedding day by Jimmy Buckley and sure we sent him the video we didn't think much of it since in the school uniform like you know yourself and um, then a few weeks later I was doing a driving test and the phone was ringing from a Leitrim number and I had to answer it. We pulled in and I had to answer it. And they said, oh, Ashton, we saw your video and, you know, um, for the country star competition and you're down to the last 12, so you can come up and perform. And oh my God, I nearly <laughs> died, but I was absolutely thrilled and over the moon. I came home and I told daddy and sure, daddy couldn't believe it either. The two of us were as shocked as each other. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. But it was lovely. brilliant. Absolutely loved it. It's lovely that you um you know it was it meant so much to you you know and you got and fair play to you and such a lovely song to enter in um your wedding day I love that song 
Um, so that was yeah, mad two years ago. So that would have been the last, the last Cowboys and Heroes actually, wouldn't it? The, the last one that went ahead. It would indeed, yeah. Yeah. Now I must just apologize. Yeah. I don't know. It's scary to think back how long it all. Absolutely. I don't know if it's coming across to our listeners that my dog is howling in the background. So I'm just going to make note of it. My poor little puppy, six months old, <laughs> seems to be missing me big time and is howling in the kitchen. So I apologize if anyone can hear it. I won't know until I'm listening back. So um, yeah, the pup obviously wants to have a chat. But anyway, I don't know if you can hear that. But... <laughs> no, can't okay. hear a thing. <laughs> that's a good sign. So that's a good sign. Um, okay, so yes, that was Cowboys and Heroes. Yeah, so you were essentially I mean you were really kicking off the whole singing thing and then obviously things took a bit of a turn but I'm saying they took a bit of a turn but then you started college so in that sense it's not like you just stopped singing you're still actually singing probably you're singing probably even more are you even though you're not gigging as much absolutely yeah absolutely I'm in college to know and I'm singing every day. I'd say my family are sick to the teeth of listening to me, but um, I'm singing every day and I'm learning so much every day as well. So it's absolutely brilliant. So I suppose when lockdown came, it was very, very hard on some people, but I suppose I was lucky that I was actually heading into college to study music and to study singing. So I suppose I was actually fortunate in that sense. Yeah, timeline-wise for you, it's worked out very well, which is great. Yeah. And I, I know, well, look, I'm gone from UL oh five six seven years nearly um but um I know when I was there there were any of the uh, now we used to call you the Bavads I don't know if that's what your name is these days but we used to call <laughs> your course, course the Bavads and as far as I remember there was no like country country music was not a big thing back then I remember they brought in a country music module when I was in fourth year and I was all over I actually done my thesis on country music when I oh. was in yeah so um uh yeah that was six seven years ago so it just shows I think I was one of the first country heads it's good to know there's a few more of you yeah. still there that's great that's gas no and it's kind of um I've noticed as well and even my singing teachers they say to me there's kind of one person in every like every four years that's obsessed with country music like so I suppose this year I'm that one person in our course that is absolutely obsessed with Louise Morrissey, Tammy Wynette, Jolly Parton, like every time we have like a practical singing exam or something, like, you know, the teachers that don't even have to ask, they're like, you know, they know that there's something country coming or there's a Jolly Parton song coming or something. That's lovely though. And I think it's great for the academy to have that influence coming in as well. So that's absolutely brilliant. And how, I, mean, I know you said um, that when you were in school, there wasn't really many people into country and that kind of thing that was your age, I suppose. How do, do you ever have any negativity associated with it or is it always positive amongst your peers, people your own age, that kind of thing? I have to say now, it actually, it's it's all positive, thankfully. I'm lucky. You know, my friends are so supportive and like they before the lockdown, they were all planning on coming jiving and everything with, and seeing me singing. So that was brilliant. You know, it's great because in Tipperary, there wouldn't be much young people into country music. But I suppose if I look up around where you are in Mayo or up in Donegal, all the young people are mad about it. So it's I suppose it's kind of, you know, I don't really know how to explain it, but um, just in Tipperary, there won't be much people, but um, no, I'm very lucky now. My friends and family are so supportive and they love it, so so do I. When I was 19, you are me when I was 19. There was no one else into it. Like I, when I was down in UL, <laughs> I wasn't a mad, I didn't like going out. I, I didn't, I wasn't into the nightclub scene or going down to the pub. I used to go off to the woodlands in a day. The exact the same. Dances. <laughs> and I'd be looking for a lift and I'd, no, I'd be I'd, the exact same. 
oh I used to look for a lift and I'd get some random like not random that sounds awful I used to get somebody I'd know obviously I'd, I'd give them a few bob just to drop me up and then I'd head in on my own like I didn't have known people in there but like that's what I was at um but yeah when I was 19 there wasn't anyone else in school or that was into the country music so and I would have actually thought that down your way there would be a lot of interest so that's interesting to hear well I have yeah, no, I have to say now we're in North Tipperary, I wouldn't know anyone really that'd be into country music, like a young person like myself that'd be into it. I'd say I'd be the only one now, to be honest with you, but um, yeah. That's so interesting. No, fair play to you. It's great. Um, and look, it's, look, the way I look at it is it's all about the youth coming up. Obviously, we appreciate and we respect all the older singers and Big Tom that has passed away or the likes of Philomena Begley or Margot or any of them. But the reality is it's all about the youth. And it's all about the, the younger generation that's coming up, even there on Glorchier at the moment. Uh, Keelan Brown only turned 18. So, I mean, it is about like the likes of yourself and Keelan Brown and all the younger gang. You're the future of it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. How does that make you feel? Do you feel the pressure is on? Um, I wouldn't say pressure now, but do you know, it makes me very excited. Then It's like, Jesus, in a few years, do you know, do you know anything could I could be on the big stage in a few few years at my own band and everything so you know that makes me very excited just to think about the possibilities that the future holds absolutely it's actually it's all ahead of you that's that's oh to be not <laughs> again I wish but anyway <laughs> yeah fingers and crossed <laughs> yes now one thing um when I was talking to you before the interview I didn't tell you about our quick fire round but that's also because it's quick fire for a reason. So I don't want you to have anything prepped. So in our quick fire <laughs> round, I'm going to just throw out like what the, what is there then? There are 10 or 11 questions and I want one word answers. And it's just, you know, your favorite song or your favorite singer or that. <laughs> so what do you think? You up for it? I sure will have a go anyway and see what happens. <laughs> have a go. Okay. So this is the quick fire round country chats podcast with Ashling. Rafferty. Okay, Ashley, who is your favourite American country music singer? Um, Loretta Lynn. Who, what is your favourite country song just to listen to? Tipperary on my mind. Ooh. Um, would you prefer <laughs> playing or singing a jive or a waltz? Oh, well, that's a tough one. I love them both. I don't think I could choose, but if I had to, it would probably be a jive. It's good to see everyone up having the crack. <laughs> Lovely. Can you dance? I can indeed. Myself and Daddy go jive. Well, before lockdown, we used to go jive and every every weekend you could find us anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. So as Dan Steve from Happy Take York, you can dance. Um, who is your favourite Irish singer? Oh, I, oh, it's hard to pick, but Louise Morrissey would be up there now. A Tipperary woman as well. She'd be up there. Yeah. Um, do you prefer... I love them all though. That's good. You have to stay neutral. <laughs> <laughs> now you said it. Do you prefer to gig at a concert or a dance? Um, a concert because you can actually you feel like you connect to that more with everyone and there's a more more sense of connection I think between the audience and the singer. Very good. What is your favorite venue to gig in? Um, I like the Well and Moat. Good. Uh, who is your biggest fan? Ah, uh, my daddy. I, I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. One hundred and ten percent, my biggest fan. Yeah. Lovely. Um, do you play any instruments? I do. I play the guitar and I play the keyboard as well. Okay. And do you play them when you're singing? Well, I before lockdown now I wouldn't have, but since lockdown has come, I've been practicing every day and I've gotten so much more confident as well with them. So uh, the second the lockdown is over and I'm out singing, I'll have the guitar with me or I'll have the keyboard, one or the other. Oh, that's brilliant. Fair play to you. 
Um, what is your favorite local radio station? Um, Tip FM or Tip Midwest Radio, they're both on, on par. I love them both. <laughs> if one's well, not on, the other is. Very good. And what is your favorite song to sing? Um, probably my latest release, Darling, Say You Love Me When I'm Old. It's a lovely old time waltz and I love seeing people dance. I feel like social dancers as well would absolutely love dancing to it. So I love that one. And last one, tell us something we don't know about you. Um, if you can think of something. <laughs> I love to bake actually. I, every every weekend, every Saturday or Sunday morning, I'm up baking a cake or buns or cookies or something. I love it. It's a great pastime. I love it. When I'm not oh, singing, I'm baking. <laughs> that's lovely. Fair play to you. Jeez, I'd say they love it in your house. You're baking and, and keeping them entertained. Fair play to you. You survived, so you survived the quick fire round. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Um, what was I going to say? From even just from listening to you, you seem like you have. I, I hope I hope you don't mind me saying it. You, you seem to have an old head on your shoulders. You're into the old school <laughs> country. I, I, am I right in saying that you seem to love your slow sets and Louise Morrissey and your older Saint Loretta Lynn? You, am I right? Yeah. Absolutely, 110% spot on there. No, I grew up listening to all that sort of music as well. Myself and Daddy have the exact same taste. So he could hear a song that I can say, I should have a listen to that. And I could hear the same sort of song. And for some reason, it always turns out to be an old Irishy country kind of a song. So we both have the same taste. So we're always listening to the same music. So, you know, I, <laughs> I just, they're my favorite sort of songs and everything. So, yeah. I love that. I just think it's that bit different I think you know some artists are going the mod like right straight head into modern and kind of very the American twang of country which is lovely and it's great and I love listening to it as well but you know what for someone so young I think it's great that you're respecting the older the older heads and the older gang and just fair play I just think it's absolutely brilliant like because I mean I think and I'm, when I'm teaching my kids I just tell them not my kids my dancing kids I had to tell them, you know, obviously they know who Nathan Carter is and Derek Ryan and Lisa McHugh and them gang. But I also want them to know who Big Tom is and who Margo is and who Philomena Begley is because that's where it all kicked off. So there's, you know, that's where it started. So they have to know that sort of stuff. Um, absolutely, yeah. No, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, so quick fire round. I've learned loads about you there. It's brilliant. Um, and I, I, I thought... <laughs> You were going to say a concert over a dance. I feel like I already have you sussed out. I <laughs> uh, know, but sure, look, um, it was an experience, the quick fire round, definitely. You caught me on the spot there for a few of them. <laughs> that's it. I know. And you know what? That's really the best thing because I the think joys. you get the most authentic answer then as well. So it turns out lovely. Um, exactly. Yeah. So that was a quick fire round. Uh, and then <laughs> else, you were involved in the Reach Out song as well, weren't you? I was, absolutely. There... I think the video was released during the week there it was brilliant as well and I was so happy I got to take a phone call actually from an elderly man in a nursing home I used to sing in before lockdown his name is Pat and sure he'll be listening in whenever this goes out but um Pat work is his name so hello Pat if you're going to be watching or listening and he's a very big fan and we do well before the lockdown we used to have absolutely great crack singing in the nursing home I don't know if you know the song golden jubilee but it's take off that hat me darling pat and sure pat would take off the hat and throw it up in the air and would have right crack all together but um he's an absolute dote and i was so happy to get a phone call or to give him a phone call and he was just in great mood from it and we actually done a facetime as well and this was i think the week before valentine's day and then on valentine's day i actually got a lovely valentine's card from him as well so 
<laughs> it was great crack all together. He's an absolute dote. That is so lovely. And I mean, that means, I know obviously it was lovely for you to be able to ring him. Um, but for him, I'm sure like that meant so much. Um, and I think I read somewhere all right that you did, you, you did go down to the nursing home and, and sing for them. Have you done it this year or was it more so last year? Um, well, I was doing it, well, when the lockdowns were lifted, I didn't go into the nursing homes, but I stood outside and I had my gear with me and an umbrella if necessary. <laughs> and I was singing outside through a glass window. So we had, was, even at that, we still had great crack. So it was brilliant. I, um, I love going around to the nursing homes. I love it. That is so lovely. And it means so much to them. And like that, you're singing. The thing about it is, you know what songs to sing for them. Oh, you know, yeah. They love, singing... they love all the old Irish yes. songs. Absolutely love them. And I love them as well. So it's a great match. You have to play to your crowd. You know, you couldn't be uh, going too modern on them. Exactly. They don't want any American songs now down there in the nursing homes. <laughs> oh, no, that's lovely. And I mean, look, it does mean the world to them. And I mean, like, look, obviously it's beneficial for them, but it's great for yourself to be out singing as well. I mean, it's beneficial for everyone. And it's the Reach Out programme is beneficial for everyone. It gives... The people that are receiving the calls, the, the feel good and the feel great after having a chat, but it also gives the artists a feel good. Do you know, like it's lovely just chatting away to people like this. Even I look forward to, yeah. to these interviews like it's just lovely to meet, not meet someone, but to be able to chat someone new kind of in that kind of way. Exactly. It actually does you the world of good as well. Do you know, even today, showing on a bit of makeup and doing the hair and just getting up to have a chat with someone. And even do you know, I think it's brilliant and it just it's very good for your head as well, do you know. Absolutely, Does it the world good. Absolutely, you're dead right. Yeah, putting on the bit of makeup, and I, I love, <laughs> I love meeting everyone on the on the on the zooms, whether I've met them or not before. Some people <laughs> I have interviewed, I have already met, and I know. But it's lovely just meeting everyone and getting to know everyone. And oh, do you know what this like? Uh, this podcast for me is is just it's so enjoyable. Like, and I love giving people like yourself another platform to promote yourselves. Um, now I'm actually speaking of promoting yourself. With regards to the album, can people still buy it or what's the story there? And who was it? Who were you raising money for again? Tell us. Um, so I have 50% of the proceeds were going to the Irish Hospice Foundation. And if anybody would like to purchase a copy of it, they can message me on Facebook. It's Ashton Rafferty Music. And you can message me and we can arrange it there. Go and there's six songs on it. And sure, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you buy it? How much is it, Ashton? Uh, 10 euro. Oh, well now come on that's no that 10 euro is nothing so you should all be going on to Ashton's um Facebook page you've actually what is it about 4,000 likes you have on the Facebook page you're flying yeah it. it's it's brilliant and it was so funny like when I first released my um my first song I ever released was there's a new moon over my shoulder and it was so funny like when we look back I said she's I've no video up on Facebook for that and I was thinking sure I didn't even have a music Facebook page back then I think it just shows how much I'm after coming on in the last while even since like last Christmas well Christmas two years ago like the difference is just unreal and you know people actually listen to my music on Spotify and everything I was just looking you can see um the amount of people who listen in and stuff so it's just unreal to look at it and then like every day I wake up I'm just like pinch me is this really happening like <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing you probably have a lot of maybe not even plans but when all this is over you probably have a lot of different things that you want to achieve or to do or or to to, to get to I suppose a few different plans in place yeah definitely like every year I set kind of a a bucket list and all the things I want to achieve on it and one of them or this year was to get a number one on iTunes which I've done thank god I'm delighted and thanks so much to everyone as well who bought the song it was brilliant to get it to number one it's actually my second number one now so I'm thrilled 
and another one was to do a podcast and I'm after doing a podcast here today so I just I've loads of things planned I just can't wait to for lockdown please god to be lifted soon so I can start getting a start on the rest of them that's it and look at least you have college going so you're you're you know your voice you're using your voice every day and yeah. and as well as that yeah you've you've any amount of time for planning and plotting and it's great to have the guitar and the keyboard that will make such a difference going forward for you as well absolutely that's for sure it's even great even when I'm sitting at home practicing I can turn on the back and track and pull out the guitar me and daddy will sit down here in the sitting room and we'll just play along and see if it's working and sure if it doesn't work you can go again or you can try it with the keyboard around it so it's brilliant just to keep practicing as well that's the beauty I mean look obviously COVID has all its negatives but the amount of positives <clears throat> getting to where I'm sure you've worked on a total new set list and new songs and old songs and that's the beauty of of it all you know there's plenty of time yes it's it can be tough and no gigs and that but everyone every artist in Ireland is going to have five or six brand new playlists now after all this absolutely and I was so lucky as well um the recording studio where I record is not too far away either um Peter Maher Middlebox Studios so in the first lockdown um I just had loads of songs got together and I was planning on doing an album this year as well so I said, here, we'll get a kickstart on that. So I started picking songs for a new album, my second album. So I was very busy doing that. And I'd say I could have had maybe 50 songs picked. <laughs> Obviously, I couldn't go with an album with 50 songs, but I spent lots. The first lockdown was really spent picking songs and seeing what works and what doesn't work. Then as soon as the lockdown lifted, we were straight up to the studio and started recording. So that'll be coming out later this year as well. So I'm so excited for that. So I suppose lockdown, I've lockdown to thank for that as well, that it actually gave me a chance to work on a new album. God is absolutely brilliant. The amount you have achieved in literally a year. I mean, lockdown was definitely your friend with all this. So the absolutely. You're the album to come out next year, is it? Or this year? Uh, no, it'll be late, late this year. Christmas album, maybe. And I've, maybe, yeah. And I've actually released um, a single from it already. That was Darling Say You Love Me When I'm Old. That was the first single I released from it. And I have a new single coming as well in the next one to two weeks. And that's taken from it as well. And I'm so excited for this single it's real summery kind of joke the weather is getting good and everything so I feel like it's really uplifting and I'm so excited for everyone to hear it oh that's great so we can look forward to that oh it's so exciting you know it's lovely to hear a positive story and a good news story and how basically how well you've took to lockdown and you've, you've embraced every moment of it it sounds you haven't wasted any time that's for sure. No, I suppose you just have to kind of be as positive as you can. I know it's so tough, but everything and some people have their whole lives taken away and their livelihoods taken away. But I, I was just lucky the way it worked out. Thank God. Oh, no, that is so, so brilliant. So you mentioned people can find you on Facebook. Isn't that right? Is it just Facebook or have you got YouTube or anything like that? Yeah, so Facebook and YouTube, Ashton Rafferty Music. You can find me there and watch all my videos and keep up to date with all my news on the two of them as well. And of course, Spotify and iTunes and all the sort of musical platforms as well. You can listen to my music as well. Oh, that's so handy. Yeah, Spotify is where I was listening to you last night. So that was great. And so you said we have a new single to look forward to. I would say the new single will be coming out probably around the time that I'm putting this one, this episode out. So we'll be able to link the two together. Um, Perfect. And so if you do want to mention the name of it, you can because this will be coming out when it's out. <laughs> I might keep it all under wraps for now. Oh, I like it. I like it. This is great. We're getting, this is, we're going to, there's going to be even more suspense waiting for this song. Oh, I like it. 
like and we'll I'll keep it under wraps for now and I'll, I'll have a big surprise then when it comes out and hopefully the weather will be good and everyone will be out and dancing and having the crack to it so that sounds good so look you heard it here there is a new single coming out we don't know what it is yet but <laughs> I'll be keeping an eye on the Facebook page to see what it is it might be out yet I'm not sure yet depends when this episode goes out go and have a quick go on go and have a quick look on the Facebook page just to see is it out and while you're over on the Facebook page if you haven't already liked it go and like the page okay have you that done hopefully you've got that done anyway um Ashley, it's been lovely talking to you and getting to meet you um and do you know what it even though look it's virtual it does feel like that I am meeting you do you know if I met you now I'm on the street it'd be as if I know you and that's that's what I love about these podcasts it's you're essentially meeting people exactly that's the beauty of it as well I suppose isn't it Mm -hmm, absolutely so as Ashing said you can check her out on Facebook Ashing Rafferty Music and she's our YouTube and you can listen to her music on YouTube iTunes and Spotify and all them different platforms and um, I think we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this young lady 19 years of age and so much achieved already and lots more to come no doubt um, so Ashing, thank you so much for being a guest on the Country Chats podcast no problem at all. I was absolutely delighted. And as I said, it's my first podcast ever to do. So I'm delighted with that. So thanks very much, Sandra, for having me as well. No problem, Ashing. And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And we'll see you for next week's episode. Salon. <laughs>